There's a reason many professional riders are such big fans of Neutrina's Pro Force feeds. Winners align themselves with winners, and they know choosing high-quality nutrition is one of the biggest ways to give their horses a leg up in the arena. ProForce is the only feed on the market with rebound technology that helps your horse recover faster so you can keep winning. All ProForce products also include marine source calcite to support gastric health and help maintain a normal stomach pH. Visit NutrinaWorld.com for more information. Fuel the win with ProForce. I am. I am. I am. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young. I am. And I am a young black. A young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. Hey, 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 YBE fam. Welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your host, Abriana. I am excited to finally sit down and record this. It's been a crazy busy week, and I wanted to approach this episode with calm and positivity because that is what I want you to feel radiated through the speakers, through your screen in this episode. So this episode was inspired by a conversation that I had on Winter Circle Wednesday this week with a YBE fam member uh, asking for some advice during our Winter Circle Wednesday. So if you don't know what that is, Winter Circle Wednesday is an Instagram live kind of series that we do every Wednesday at 8 p.m. We go live on Instagram and anyone, truly anyone, can come in and share their wins for the week. So a lot of times we have people sharing wins they've had at their job, wins they've had at the barn, wins they've had with their horse, wins that they've just had in life. Just simply making it to another Winter Circle Wednesday is an amazing accomplishment. There are no wins that are too small. And I mean, if your win is just too big, then more power to you. Let's, you know, congratulations on that, right? So Wednesday is such a pivotal day of the week. You know, it's kind of the apex. And if you are having a a rough week, Winter Circle Wednesday is a place where you can hear the great things that are happening in people's lives, as well as, you know, get a little bit of motivation to finish out your week strong. So at Winter Circle Wednesday, we talk about our wins for the week. We hang out, we chill, we laugh. But we also end up having some conversations, especially if someone comes and they are having a need or something that they just want to get some insight on. So as a a listener, viewer for Winter Circle Wednesday, you have the option to just comment, you know, in the kind of running chat of the live, or you can actually hop on the live with me 
hop on screen with me and have the conversation on live with me. I know sometimes being on camera really intimidates people, but it's a great way, like I am, you know, really nice. <laughs> I'm really easy to talk to. And so um, we have quite a few people that have hopped on the live. I mean, we can have up to four people at a time and that's kind of where we can end up having some really good conversations that are live as well as you know, pulling in the, the comments from the chat um, as people are watching and, and, you know, giving some insight from, from the chat. So this particular person we were talking about um, our wins for the week. And this particular person said that um, they needed some advice on how to get comfortable with their writing. And a lot of times, you know, in my, my uh, job, my, my profession, I do some leadership coaching with horses. And a lot of times, or what I've learned through that is that the first question is not necessarily the final question. And so I asked, what about your writing? do you need help with? And there was another YBE fan member in the comments asking like, can you clarify? Can you be more specific? You know, is it your seat? Are you, you know, incompatible with your horse? Like what's up? And so we waited on some answers and um, it boiled down to, she asked another question in between, like how do I get more comfortable at my barn? And then it, the final question was, how do I stay confident when people at my barn are looking at me like I'm doing something wrong? And I was like, hmm, okay. So do you see how we can kind of get from one question to another to, you know, how do I get better with my writing to how do I remain confident when people are looking at me like I'm doing something wrong? You know, that, that very first question is still correct. You know, she still may feel like she needs to get better at her writing, but there was a root cause of that question. You know, there was a root uh, underlying concern in that question. And so it really kind of put some insight and kind of kind of made me write this down on a list. Like, let's talk about this in an episode. We are a lot of times when we are in, you know, this community, community of minority equestrians, we are, you know, trying to always give support and, you know, shed light into situations, share our own experiences. But I've always, you know, kind of had this secondary thought of maybe there needs to be more questions because a lot of times people it requires us to have conversation and kind of pull out the root concerns so that we can address that versus the top level issue because if we were to simply give her advice on her writing we would say, okay, well, you know, what kind of writing do you do? All right, English question, whatever. How, do, how is your seat? Is your seat good? Okay, do you put your heels down? 
Do you ride with quiet hands? Do you ride with a helmet? What kind of horse do you ride? You know, we would have started asking questions that did not get to the root of her issue. And she may have taken that in like, yes, that is actually good advice, but then felt unfulfilled at the end. So I was really thankful for the other person um, in the in the chat with me and we were kind of bouncing ideas off of each other and saying hey you know yeah what's truly going on what's what's the crux what's the the underlying concern here and so she said you know how do I remain confident when people are looking at me like I'm doing something wrong and then we were you know a little bit on the defensive like oh Oh, so they trying to tell you you're doing something wrong, girl. Well, hold up. <laughs> and so it changed the conversation. It changed it to be more of a interpersonal, like this is now diving into who you are as a person and how you can build confidence for yourself in the face of you know, this challenge. And so it's hard, but I always suggest to people, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and say, is this conclusion, is this based off of facts or, or just feelings? And, you know, if you are writing and you feel like you are being watched or you feel like you know, you are always being told that you're doing something wrong. Is this, is there one particular person telling you this kind of thing? Does your trainer say that you're doing something right, but onlookers seem to disapprove? You know, are we truly, where are we getting our sense of fulfillment? You know, where are we getting that sense of approval? Where does it need to come from? I mean, if you are working with a trainer, by all means, you know, listen to the person who you are paying to observe you. And if there's a dynamic in there that's off, then find someone else, right? But if you are saying, okay, you know, I'm just here. I know a lot of us don't have trainers and we're just, you know, maybe in a barn environment and just want to keep our horse there and just want to be happy and work with our horse as we please without any issues but sometimes that's not the case. So you say, all right, you know, based on who these people are, do I feel like they are attacking me simply because of their feelings towards me? Or if, is it factual that I am doing something incorrectly? So some ways to gain confidence in that aspect is to, you know, continue to do your research continue to watch videos, continue to, you know, record yourself. I know there are several people that offer um, like online writing consultations. You know, if you don't have a trainer in-house that can, you know, tell you stuff on, on the dot, you can record yourself and even post it. You can post it or you cannot post it. You can send it to someone privately and say, hey, you know, this is what I've got going on. This is what I need help with. What do you, or what do you see? And start gathering some information that way 
to say, okay, you know, this is just a personal thing on these people's end. This is not something that is really directly related to me. Another thing that you can do is um, to do exactly like this young lady did. She commented or, or shared, you know, this experience with other people and it's very important to do that, especially in this community, because there are different ways that people navigate these kinds of situations. I know how I would navigate it, and that's what I told her on the live, but there are just different ways that people can navigate these kinds of situations that produce different results. And so if someone else may have some better advice, someone else may have a scenario that they went through that turned end up turning out really well, um, someone else may have some feedback on how to be more confident in these types of settings. And so I really think the, the aspect of community and what we are trying to build here at YBE is really important and a key player when we are looking for that extra support. What I suggested to her was to also identify that support system around her, whether it be family, uh, friends, uh, trainers, whoever, you know, sometimes you can't help the asinine comments that other people share. Sometimes you can't help that. But sometimes you can establish a, a support system around you to block out that kind of noise. And that can help you build up your confidence. Those are just some of the ways that you can, you can kind of start making that happen for yourself. This also led me to a, a thought and another comment that I had come across when, um, you know, someone shared that they were told that they were too much, like they were doing too much. And I posted a, a, a post on Instagram, like, you know, there, there will always be criticism. There will always be, you are too this, you are too tall, too short, too skinny, too fat, too young, too old, too outspoken, too opinionated, too quiet, too loud. You're never going to be everything to everybody. And the sooner that we accept this, the happier we will be. You are gonna always be too much for somebody, but you, you really have to understand where that comes from. That is not a reflection on you. That is not a reflection on your capabilities, your worth, your power. That's not a reflection on that. That is a reflection of them, right? That is something that they have internalized, the, the, the boundaries or the box that they decide to live in, okay? But when you are approached as someone who is to something, it is really important for you to make sure that you have some support around you that can mirror back to you the exact opposite. Like you are exactly enough. 
And that is why we have built this platform here. And that's why I continue to produce episodes and continue to show you glimpses into people's lives that were told at one point they were to this or they were not enough. That's never been the case. And we continue to show examples of how that is not the case. So if you are ever in need of some inspiration or some, you know, to relate to someone and, you know, hey, it might be late at night and there's no one to really talk to. There are many, many episodes of Young Black Equestrians that vary disciplines, identities, um, age, circumstance. I mean, honestly, there's so much inspiration in the past seasons that I would really encourage you to at least take a listen to some of them and, um, you know, see what you think and, and see how you can use the lessons that some of our other YBE fam has experienced. Use those lessons and apply them to your daily lives or your your daily situations. That brings me kind of towards the, the topic of community and how we can really take agency and take power from the communities that we have developed and when it's appropriate to do so. So we will be right back after a word from our sponsors to talk about that a little bit more. Neutrina presents an uncompromising approach to superior nutrition. Nutrient-dense Empower products are scientifically designed for low feeding rates. Empower Boost provides added energy in the form of high fat to help your horses work harder, train longer, and perform better. Digestive balance supports overall gastrointestinal health and helps maintain normal gastric pH to keep them feeling their best. Empower Top Line Balance focuses on top line health and improvement and now includes chromium, to support insulin-resistant horses. For more information on Empower products, visit NeutrinoWorld.com. All right, this weekend, I had the pleasure to attend the Tom Bass Seminar for Diversity in Equestrian Sports, hosted by Melvin Cox out of Tryon, North Carolina. And there was a panelist, or a panel, of myself and a few other people who are really championing championing for diversity in this sport. Um, And in our conversation, uh, we covered so many things that kind of talked about, you know, how to get eyes on the work that you are doing and what kind of, you know, content to produce and, the struggles of you know entrepreneurs in this industry as well as um you know how to build community around what it is that you're doing and it was a very interesting conversation um we talked with randy savvy of the compton cowboys as well as alice picard from Uh, eventing nation to a movie producer who's working on his name is Jeff Chambers he's working on a 
documentary about Shayna Simon, who we would love to have on the podcast. So just a little, just a little note that we'll throw in there. Um, to Lydia Haywood, who is an eventer out of the UK and also represents Jamaica. And it got me thinking about the sense of community that we sometimes can take for granted, but should intentionally build around our circumstances, around our, our livelihoods, especially pursuing interests, business, hobbies, and horses. Horses are hard. Horses are hard work and keeping them is no easy, easy task. And the first time something goes wrong, there is someone who has experienced something very similar that could help you either save time, save money, or save heartache. And so thinking that you have to go in this thing alone is the farthest from the truth. This is why we created Young Black Equestrians, the group on Facebook, and I will be intentionally more active in there so that people can come and have conversations and share their their insights and share their experiences with us without fear of, um, I guess, misunderstanding. I mean, there's always, there's misunderstandings within the Black community, okay? But it won't necessarily be from someone who has a completely different lived experience from you. So I really encourage you, if you are Black equestrian, Black cowboy, Black horse man or woman, Black people in horses, however you identify yourself, you know, to come over to the Young Black Equestrians, the group. And you do have to answer some questions to come in, okay? So answer those, please. <laughs> but come join in on the conversation uh, and get some insights. There have been YBEs who have connected, you know, regionally, kind of people in their area they've gone to ride with, you know, and you may not have known someone was within an hour of you outside of finding some group where you just happen to be together at the same time and you are able to connect in that way or even, you know, traveling and stuff like that, able to connect that way. Back to the community building. Um, this is the second year that I've been on the Tom Bass Diversity Panel and it just kind of dawned on me that, you know, there are different people this time, but when you truly find people that support your mission and support what it is you are trying to do in this world, it's just so important to acknowledge them in that and, and to let them know that they are appreciated because a lot of times we can go through and just assume and take for granted that these people know that they're space is sacred in this world and that their space is important to you but they may not know they may not know they may not understand and they may not be as cognizant of that as you would assume so shout out to melvin cox thank you for continuing to think of ybe in your uh in your pursuits as well as um everyone else on the panel who had either some nice things to share or hit me up afterwards saying, you know, 
nice to see you because a lot of people, a lot of these people I haven't seen in a while. But people like Lydia Haywood, I mean, we see each other in passing a lot on the interwebs and um, there's so much that has happened since her episode that we are in desperate need of connecting and, and kind of rekindling and restarting this conversation because a lot of us have changed. A lot of us have gone from, hey, you know, this is me, this is what I do. I want you to understand who I am and what I do. And with this podcast, I have definitely, you know, grasped onto that and wanted to make sure that was shown to the world. But now the conversation has changed just a little bit, you know? There is no person that can not acknowledge the impact of the last year on diversity in this industry. We have a lot of work to do, but a lot of work has also been done. Now we are, we are changing the conversation from these people exist to they've been contributing. These are their contributions and these are the conversations about it. And so I'm really excited in the YBE community to facilitate some of these conversations and to really encourage people to dive deeper and say, you know, let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about your expertise in this area. Let's talk about, you know, farrier stuff. Let's talk about your training methods. Let's talk about your experience in managing this type of project. Let's talk about your experience as an entrepreneur in the industry. Let's talk about your show experience. You know, having targeted conversations is, is really primarily the goal for me in the next season. And I'm excited for everyone who is still coming along on that journey. And so when we talk about our different communities, I think it's on also important to understand that we all we don't all define ourselves the same way. Another topic that was brought up at the seminar was the use of BAME and BIPOC as language for people of color, minorities, underrepresented peoples in this industry. And there may be a generational dynamic. There may be a, a, a geographical difference, but I know myself and Lydia, we're pretty much on the same page. Like we don't necessarily prefer those terms. We don't use those terms in, a, in our daily lives. And if you asked if we're like, all right, with being called that, it's kind of like, nah, just call me black. That's cool. You know, and so the, the follow-up question is, well, how do you identify these people? And the answer is however they want to be identified. On one hand, we cannot say we want to acknowledge all of you peoples, everyone who is non-white in this industry, and then say, but we're gonna, we're gonna lump you into here, but we're gonna acknowledge you as a group. We see that you are different but you're different together. You see how that can kind of be like, what? 
That's weird. <laughs> so the answer is acknowledge people how they want to be acknowledged, whether you say minorities, non-white, underrepresented, you know, however it is, if someone says that they're not okay with it, that's definitely something that you need to take into account. And from that, um, there has, there was a lot of conversation today uh, <laughs> in my inbox, specifically in the YBE inbox of some, someone in particular who was upset about some of the things that I had shared. And as Black people, you know, creating a space for Black people to thrive who have a common passion, and that is horses. There are specific priorities that I have in making space for Black people to, to have their lived experience and not be challenged because of it is one of my top priorities. And so when I get messages about, you know, why would you say that if I were to say, you know, that about Black people, I would be wrong when it's really, it wasn't even angled like that. Um, to get messages truly trying to silence what it is that I'm saying or to really say it. I supported you. I support you and your mission, but I cannot support you sharing your insight on the live your lived experience that's basically not about horses, not kind of within that industry. That's not okay. That, that is not okay. And I struggled with how much to talk about this and how little energy to give it because honestly, it just takes up time and resources and energy. And we don't just have a lot of that, you know, it's getting dark at like 4.30, like that. we just don't have a lot of that, right? Me personally, I just don't. And so this is kind of going to be, you know, the last time I talk about it, but um, picking and choosing like what part of what identity someone has and saying, I support you just, just when you're doing this over here, not when you're doing this over here. It's like, no, no. I support you when you're talking about horses and empowering horse people and pushing diversity in the industry. But I am not going to support you when you talk about how the justice system is not designed to be in favor of black people or white people do not have the same or white people have more privileges in the justice system than people of color that's not gonna happen. Like that's not something that ever needs to be shared with me personally. So I want to thank everyone who responded to these 
to the stories, to the posts, to the messages. Thank y'all for that. Um, that is, you know, a sheer testament to the community that has been cultivated at YBE. You know, we lost followers over that. That's fine. And when I say we, like, I always say we because despite being the producer of this content, I'm always thinking about what is we as a collective? What conversations are we having? What is it that we need to talk about or that we need to address as these people who have this similar passion? So that's what I mean when I say we, but I thank y'all for showing up, um, for, for always kind of um, showing up in, in times where you don't even know that it's that important. I thank y'all for showing up on Winter Circle Wednesday. We have been doing that for almost a year. And I just appreciate everything that has come out of this community. And so rounding that back, taking that all the way back up to how we are navigating confidence or navigating this industry confidently, it's because I know the difference between, you know, something being a fact and whether or not I, someone just has feelings about it, right? I know that this community is important and their lived experiences are just as important as their equine experience. I know that someone may have some feelings about it, but that doesn't change that previous fact. Um, I know that it is important to build up a support system that can kind of, you can bounce ideas off of and, and reflect when you're faced with some of these challenges. That is so important. And I know how important it is to have conversations and have this kind of exchange of ideas back and forth because people, not everyone has that. And having that, you know, that connection, that vulnerability, that opportunity to share your insights is just so incredible. And I plan on facilitating a lot more of that in our next season. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. Remember, you are not too much. You are exactly enough. And if you are looking for a community of people to who share the same experiences with you and are, you know, truly open and open to having conversation back and forth, check out YBE the group on Facebook. We would love to have you. Please answer the questions. They're super easy, y'all. They're super easy. I'll give you one of the answers. How many inches are in a hand? Four of them. It's just to make sure the trolls, the trolls don't come in, y'all. It's just to keep the trolls out, okay? <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, feel free to leave a comment on social media. Let us know what you thought about this episode. And subscribe to your favorite or subscribe on your favorite podcast player or over on YouTube. Our episodes are also on there. So thank you again. I hope you have a fantastic week and I will see you again 
next week for our next episode. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.